Good morning. It's good to see all of you this morning. Before we before we get started, we have any prayer requests. Remember our granddaughter. And next door neighbor's mother's live Friday. Okay. Rodney that's been to church here a few times, so her funeral's today. Okay. And Rodney and his family. Remember Hillary, she's got the virus. Remember Hillary, she has corona. Any others? Prayer requests? Okay, traveling grace for Chris. Chris. I want to thank y'all for praying for mother and us and continue if y'all would. Okay. Absolutely remember Tim's family and his mother. Any other prayer requests? Yes, I have a prayer request. Uh, my cousin, Jenny, Jenny Berry had a heart attack and he's having an open heart surgery, I think, today at Tupelo. Okay. Heart surgery today. My cousins are better. They're not where they were. They're not where they need to be, but they're better. Praise God. And we had a car accident Friday, and it did. It, you know, he's with us. He's not hurt. Praise God. And, and the young lady is. She's okay too. So, but he's hurting, Janet. His shoulder. It hurt my shoulder, but okay. but it's. It's fixable. Okay. Any other prayer requests? Remember Lee Allen? He's in California and Kathy said she still hadn't heard from him, so I'm sure he's he's in the field doing whatever he's told to do. Maybe she'll hear from him today. If no others, let's go to Lord in prayer. Father God, we come to you this morning just so thankful, Father, for everything that you do for us. We thank you for your son, Jesus, who gave his life for us so that we could have freedom from sin, Father, and we could stand before you as righteous through his blood covering our sins. Lord, we want to lift up to you all those who have lost loved ones. We ask, Lord, you'd comfort them in their time of loss. We pray, Father, that they may feel your mighty arm of comfort around them at this very moment. We pray for the sick and the dying. We ask, Lord, that you would be with them in the midst of that father that you would give them the healing touch where you see fit whether it be the divine healing or the physical healing we leave that strictly up to you we pray father for those unable to be with us this morning for every hindering cause we ask lord you let them know that they're loved and missed we pray father for the lost especially lord we ask that you would lead god and direct them put someone in their path to proclaim the good news of your son jesus whether it be one of us or someone else father we ask you to give us the right words to say at exactly the right time. We pray for our men and women in armed forces, those who are at home, those who are abroad. We ask you to put a hedge of protection around them, keep them safe from harm, be with their loved ones in their absence, give them that peace that passes all understanding. We pray for this great nation. We pray for its leaders. We ask you to lead God and direct them, help them to seek you out in all the decisions that they make. May they lean upon your understanding and not their own. And Father, we thank you for allowing us to be the hands and feet of your son, Jesus. We ask, Lord, that you'll continue to use us to glorify your kingdom. All these things, Father, we ask and pray in the name of Jesus, who taught us to pray as we pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us for our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. At this time, if you are able, would you please stand as we affirm our faith together in the Apostles' Creed. Christians, what do you believe? I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day He rose from the dead, He ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Universal Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You may be seated. Practice this today, so I hope y'all bear with me. Maybe I can get it done. Come on, son. Uh, did anybody have a birthday this week? Oh, I guess you had a birthday party, uh, and then I think your birthday's tomorrow. Is that right? And I Carly has a birthday this week too. So we we'll, we'll we'll have to sing happy birthday next week. All right, let me see. I can get all this together. Oh. I have a little happy I'm going to do with y'all today, okay? We're going to pretend that this is a little ball, okay? This ping pong ball is going to be this happy. Now, as long as everything's going just fine and he's doing good, you know, making good grades in school and minding his mommy and daddy, he, he keeps his head about him, doesn't he? But what if he gets in trouble? Uh-oh. What happens? He loses his head, doesn't he? Well, he just keeps doing that. Oh, he just keeps losing more. His head. Now, what in the world could we do so that when we get in trouble, that we can not lose our what? Head. Well, the most important thing that we can do is give our life to Christ and get filled with his Holy Spirit. Now I'm going to pretend that this this little boy he's gotten himself saved, and he has the Holy Spirit within him. Now let's see what happens. I'll say a little prayer. When he's full of the Holy Spirit, what happens? He keeps his head on. He keeps his head on. Now, it might not work so good up like this. <laughs> but when he gets in what? Trouble. What keeps him from losing his head? Jesus and his Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for that. Okay. We need who in our heart? So that when we get in trouble, we, can't, we won't fall all apart. And that goes for the big folks too, okay? 
Let's go to the Lord and pray. Father, there's a little saying that goes something like this, that I hope I can keep my head when all others around me are losing neighbors. We need to have sound judgment, and we need to think calmly, and we need not to lose our temper. And if we expect to do that, then we need something inside of us giving us the strength and the courage to do that. And that something is you, Lord. You're very good at that. And we just praise you that we can depend on you that when all others are falling all apart and getting all scared and worried, we can say, I'm okay because God's in me and he's going to take care of me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Okay. Scott, I'll get that out of your way. Hi, Good morning. Have your Bibles with you this morning. Turn to Psalm 124. Psalm 124. Bible or electronic devices. Psalm 124. You there? Say amen. Psalm 124. Amen. Everybody ready? Big deep breath. Psalm 124 beginning in verse 1. If the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel say. If the Lord had not been on our side when people attacked us, they would have swallowed us alive when their anger flared against us. The flood would have engulfed us. The torrent would have swept over us. The raging waters would have swept us away. Praise be to the Lord, who has not let us be torn by their teeth. We have escaped like a bird from a fowler's snare. The snare has been broken, and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you for the reading of your word. I pray now, Father, that you'd open our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our senses, that we'd be receptive to your word, that we take and apply it to our lives, that we may become better disciples of your son, Jesus. I pray now, Father, that you'd remove me from this. Use me as your humble vessel, speaking your word through me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. What part of that psalm really sticks out to you? What part of that psalm really sticks out to you? For me... Uh, one part of it says that we need to uh, give praise to God. We need to say the Lord was with us, and had He not been with us, everything would have engulfed us, so we know that the Lord was with us. But also, the very last part of that, verse 8, our help is in the name of the Lord, the Maker of heaven and earth. That is where we find our help when we find trials and tribulations. That is where we find our help when we're sick. That is where we find our help when we are uh, depressed or downtrodden. That's who we go to to build us up and to lift us up is to the Lord. That's where our help comes from. Look at Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9 verses 38 through 41. 38 through 41. We know the Israelites, they, they made a lot of 
uh, bad choices, but every time that they made a bad choice, the Lord would be there and, and He would be there to pick them up and clean them up. Uh, he took care of them. He got them out of uh, the bondage of slavery. He gave them their freedom and they went into the wilderness and they wandered around for 40 years because they were unfaithful, right? Because they didn't do what the Lord told them to do, so they wandered around in a circle for 40 years. But yet the Lord still blessed the Israelites. He continued to use them to glorify His kingdom, to build His kingdom up, to say who He was. So what are we to do uh, to think about who was against them? You remember every time Pharaoh come after him when he was tracing them that, that he put uh, he was chasing them. Sorry, dear, I'll get it right. When when he was chasing them, he put a pillow and a cloud between them to keep them separated. The Lord took care of them and provided for them. What are we to do if someone is against us? Here in Mark uh, chapter nine, looking at verses thirty-eight through forty-one, the scripture says, Teacher said John we saw someone driving out demons in your name and we told him to stop because he was not one of us. He was not one of us. It'd be like us going through, uh, going to town and somebody wanting to get in with us as a group of, of Halltown United Methodist Church to go do some kind of mission work and people jumping in wanting to be a part of it and we told them, nope, you can't be part of us because you're not a member of Halltown. Right? You can't be here with us because you hadn't paid your dues. You hadn't been here with us because you're not a part of our group. That's what it was like. But what did Jesus say? Look at 39. He says, Do not stop him. For no one who does a miracle in my name in the next moment can say anything bad about me. For whoever is not against us is for us. So if somebody's not against us, what are they? They're for us. Billy Joe asked how Josh and them did Friday night at the football game. I'll guarantee you that it was very bad because Hartzell was not for us. They beat us 42, 40, or 52, 58 to 21. 58 to 21. They beat us like we stole something. And... They were not for us. They were against us from the get-go. I told Billy Joe, every one of the offensive linemen outweighed the defensive linemen 80 pounds. Every one of them. There was, Tim, there was nothing they could do. It just happened. It just happened. So if somebody is not against you, they're with you, right? You ever sat on the opposing side of the team and cheered for the, the rivals? Have you ever done that? Boy, people will give you a look like you need to go over there. I think Brenda May gave somebody a look Friday night. I don't know for sure. I don't know. <laughs> when we think about what Jesus is saying, he says, For anyone who does for no one who does a miracle in my name and next moment say anything bad about me, for whoever is not against us is for us. Jesus is saying, Look, don't stop him. The disciples were like, Well, he He's not part of us. He's not part of the twelve. He hasn't been chosen to be part of our group. He hasn't went around with Jesus going around facing all the things we face. We saw a man casting out demons in the name of Jesus and we told him to stop. You can't do that. You can't do that. You're not part of one of us. And Jesus says anybody who's doing something against Satan is with us. Amen? Anybody who is doing something to glorify the kingdom of God is with us. Jesus said, don't stop him. If anything, help him. Ask him, is there anything I can help you with? Is there anything you need to continue your ministry? 
What can we do for you? Verse 41, Jesus says, Truly I tell you, anyone who gives you a cup of water in my name because you belong to the Messiah will certainly not lose their reward. So Jesus said, look, if, you, if somebody's doing something for the kingdom of God, they're not going to lose their reward. They're going to gain from it. Even if the disciples still hadn't understood that there was Jew and there was Gentile. They still hadn't understood that other people outside of their group could be doing ministry. They thought you had to be uh, with Jesus and with that group in order to be casting out demons. But this guy, person, who was casting out demons was doing it not in his own name, not in his own power, but in the name of Jesus. And he done so because he had faith that Jesus would be able to intercede and take care of that demon and cast it out. Not on his own accord, not on his own will, but because he knew there was power in prayer. He knew there was power in the name of Jesus. How many of you believe there's power in prayer this morning? Amen? Power in prayer. Uh, when we have a problem, we're, we're to... Uh, there's prayer requests goes out. You get them all the time on your, on your cell phone. Uh, prayer requests. They'll list everything that's going on, who's has, who has the problem, who has the praise report, and we come together as a body of believers and we pray together. James chapter 5. James chapter 5, verses 13 through 20. So how much faith does it take to be saved? How much faith does it take? It takes just a small amount, the size of a mustard seed, a very small amount. So how much faith does it take to have a prayer answered. Just a very small amount. you just got to believe that God is going to intervene. That God is going to take care of it when you pray for it. When we pray for healing. When we pray for encouragement. When we pray for uh, sanity. When we pray for peace. It happens because there's just a small bit of faith that we believe in. James chapter 5, beginning in verse 13. Is anyone among you in trouble? Alright, is there anybody in here in trouble? Anybody in here in trouble? Bron, are you in trouble? Brody, are you in trouble? Alright, we're good. We're good. It says, if anyone in here is in trouble, let them pray. Is anyone happy? Is anyone in here happy? Amen, you're happy this morning? You're happy? Everybody's happy? Alright. It says, let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? Anybody here sick? We hope not, right? We hope not. We want everybody that's sick to be at home. But if you're sick, we want to know about it so we can pray for you. It says, let them call on the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. So if you're sick and you send out a text message, pray for me, I'm not feeling good, I've got allergies, I've got all this, or you know, Lord forbid you have uh, corona and you have to send that out, we're praying for you. Okay, we're praying for you. How many of you are on call 24 hours a day? Anybody on call? Sometimes Brent's on call. Sometimes Byron's on call. Y'all rotate it though, right? It's not all the time. It's about certain weekends that you're on call. If you need me 24 hours a day, you can call me. I may or may not answer. You can leave me a message. If it's dire straight, you call Brenda because she'll answer. She's got that watch that'll vibrate and it'll tell her if somebody's calling, she'll look at it. But we're on call. The elders of the church, those prayer warriors, we're on call 24 hours a day. 
when you get that text message, I don't know what we would do without this piece of technology now, do y'all? You know what we would do without it? What did we do before, right? You had to wait till you got home and the phone rang and somebody said, hey, you know, there's a prayer chain starting. You need to do this. We pray together. We, sh- we lift that up and we share our trials, our tribulations, and we lift each other up. So it says, you call the elders together and you anoint them with oil from the top of your head to the bottom of the feet. In biblical times, oil was also used as medicine. They used oil as medicine. But medicine, uh, the oil also represents the Holy Spirit. So when we come and we lay hands on somebody and we pray for them, we're asking for the Lord to heal them. That is the divine healing. That is the physical. But the oil represents the spiritual part of Jesus. The healing that happens within. So there's twofold there. We can't separate the fact of there's healing, the spiritual healing, and the physical healing. They happen together. Amen. So when we call on Jesus Christ to come into our lives and heal us, the Holy Spirit does that from within. Verse uh, 15. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. Listen to what this says. A prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well, and the Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. It doesn't say, because we've got to be real careful about saying, well, have you sinned? You know, praying for somebody, Lord, I want you to heal them. I know they're a sinner, and I want you to take care. That'd be being judgmental, wouldn't it? But in other words, what it's saying is for us to do is to pray for them that in having that small amount of faith, that prayer offered in faith, that the Lord is going to heal them, that if they have sinned, they will be forgiven. That's the God we serve. Verse 16, Therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Verse 17, Elijah was a human being even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again he prayed and the heavens gave rain and the earth produced its crops. That is a prayer of faith that Elijah prayed that there be no rain for three and a half years and the Lord heard that prayer and He answered that prayer out of faith. But then when Elijah prayed, I'm, I'm almost certain that he didn't see a rain cloud forming in the sky, Jane, and this all of a sudden say, well, let me pray now for rain. I'm sure that's not what he did. I'm sure he prayed for it to rain when the, it was just a beautiful sky like it is today. And the Lord heard his prayer. And because he is a faithful God, answered his prayer because it was done in faith and it rained and the earth produced its crops because of his faith. Verse 19. My brothers and sisters, if one of you should wander from the truth and someone should bring that person back, remember this. Whoever turns a sinner from the error of their way will save them from death and cover a multitude of sins. So now if we see a brother and sister wandering from faith, what should we do? First of all, we need to pray, Lord, help me to do this out of love. Help me to not be judgmental. And when you go to that person, you may say, hey, I just want you to know, I see the path you're going down. I've been down that path. If you have, I've been down that path myself. Or I know somebody who has. And I want you to know that the path you're going on is going to lead to destruction. And I want you to come back to the truth. It may not be for you to lead them back to the truth. It may be just for you to plant that small little faith seed that they have. And somebody else comes along and reaps 
I mean, if we see somebody fixing to walk off a cliff, what do we do? Hey, there's a cliff over there. You better stop. Right? We don't look at him and say, You better run, he's catching up. <laughs> because if we do that, what are we doing? We're encouraging them to go ahead and just, just jump. Run off the cliff. It's okay. Mm -hmm. We want to help somebody. So in the same way, we're not going to see somebody more than likely out in the world running off a cliff. But spiritually, we may see somebody going down the wrong path away from faith. Anybody ever wandered from the faith? You ever wandered away from the faith? And because somebody thought enough of you to share with you that, hey, they've been there. They've done that and they got you back on the right path. We've got to be real careful not to do it out of judgment. Because if we go out into the world, we're looking, let me see, who's fixing to run off a cliff? Right? Ye who live in glass houses, what? Cast the first stone. Right? So we've got to be careful that we're not passing judgment on others when we start trying to help people. You've got to first clean your own house up and then go help. Whoever turns, verse 20, remember this, whoever turns a sinner from the error of their way will save them from death and cover a multitude of sins. <clears throat> it's not talking about covering your own sins. That's not what it's talking about. It's not talking about do good works into the world not to cover your sins because we know doing good works is not what gets us to heaven. Amen? What gets us to heaven is having a relationship with Jesus Christ by our faith we are healed. By our faith, we are saved. Not by doing good works. Not by leading others to the truth. That's not what we're saved from. We're saved because we have faith in Jesus Christ. So it's our duty for us to help save those who are down, going down the wrong path. And in doing so, we will save them from death and cover a multitude of sins. A multitude of their sins. A multitude of sins that possibly by leading somebody back to the truth that that person will take that love and mercy and kindness and pass it on. Amen? It's a chain reaction that a multitude of sins can be forgiven. So first of all, we know that prayer is very powerful. There's power in prayer. That's why we come together when we've got a problem or when we even when we want to give a praise report, we share it with our friends because that encourages each and every one of us that's been praying about that, that there's a praise report that somebody's gotten better or a prayer's been answered. That just edifies to us that God is listening to us. So prayer is very powerful. And secondly, we need to make sure that we do pray. We need to make sure that we do lift our brothers and sisters up in Christ. We need to make sure that it is done in faith that we believe that Jesus is going to intervene, that God is going to take care of our problems. And we have to remember that when we find somebody who is straying from faith, doing so out of love, not being uh, condescending or condemning them in any way, doing so out of love, the same love that Jesus showed to us, is how a multitude of sins are forgiven. So I want to encourage you this week not to go around looking for people fixing to jump off a cliff. 
but to be aware of how, first of all, how we live our life may help somebody tremendously see that you are a faithful person, and in doing so, they may ask you, hey, I want to confide in you. I've got this problem. I've got this I'm going through. How would you handle this? You'll get that opportunity. When you get that opportunity to lead somebody back to the truth, just remember that at some point in time, somebody led you to the truth. And you give the opportunity for them to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior or who you lean on. Make the best of every opportunity that you're given. Let us pray. Most gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, there's countless times throughout life that you give us an opportunity to be a witness for you, Lord, that we overlook. I pray, Father, that you would help each and every one of us to be able to be aware through the Holy Spirit of those who need help. And, Father, that you would help us to do so without a judging heart, but with a loving, forgiving, and merciful heart. May we be able to offer the truth, the answer to someone's problem. And, Lord, I pray if there's someone watching this or someone here this morning who hasn't accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, Father, that they would hear you calling to them at this very moment and step out in faith, that small bit of faith, and receive that gift of salvation. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This time, if you would, please stand. I'm going to offer a prayer for our offering and then our benediction. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity that we have to give back to you a portion of what you so blessed us with. Father, we ask that you bless both the gift and the giver, that you would use these tithes and offerings to glorify your kingdom around the world. Now, Father, be with us as we go out into the world. Help us to not be judgmental, Father, but to be loving and kind and forgiving, to offer that same forgiveness that was offered to us to a lost and dying world. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.